We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Colts Nation. Wow, that is definitely the most unenthusiastic intro I've ever had in my life. Guys, I... I don't even know where to begin on this. Uh, let's just say it. The Colts just got their ass kicked. 24 to nothing against Jacksonville. It is only the third time since 2003 that Indianapolis has been shut out in a game. And all three of those games have come from Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Now, this I would say this. Since the move to Indianapolis, this probably is the absolute worst game that Indianapolis has ever played. Uh, and I say that as in they're not their franchise, because obviously I wasn't around when you know they were in Baltimore, but obviously from a Indianapolis standpoint, this is this is the worst performance that Indianapolis has ever had. And I mean, Cody, at this point, I mean, do you even look forward to going into next week as a fan right now? No, I don't look forward to being in this regime any longer. I'm going to be honest. Uh, complete domination on both sides of the ball. Uh, Colts did absolutely nothing, nothing to inspire confidence. Nobody looked like they were trying. You know, it was to the point where people were asking, were the players protesting out there? Like, are they just not trying? Like, What's the deal here, man? And so, yeah, you're right. Really embarrassing loss at a day where you knew it was at stake, right? You knew what you needed to do. You knew, uh, you know, that you can't give a team like Jacksonville any sort of hope. You have to start out strong. What would you do? You go out and and Matt Ryan throws an interception. And it's just like that just set the tone for the day. Colts couldn't get anything going. I think they barely had over 100 yards total in offense. Um, Just completely just – uninspired performance. And in my mind, Derek, this cements Frank Reich should not be the Indianapolis Colts coach come next year. It was totally embarrassing, totally embarrassing on every front. Everything was terrible. It was absolutely pathetic. It was the most inexcusable game I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I have seen, I cannot believe what my eyes were witnessing. I said last year that that game was the most abysmal game of their entire, of that I've ever seen from Indianapolis. This is it. This is it. This passed it. 
Matt Ryan went 16 of 30 today for 195 yards, three interceptions, sacked five times, and had a QBR of 34. This is absolutely amazingly stupid. Matt Ryan making dumb decisions. He looked like Carson Wentz out there, for God's sake. He looked like Carson Wentz just throwing the ball wherever he wanted, and then it just freaking lands in the Jaguars' hands, bro. Like, what the hell was that performance, dude? <laughs> it's to the point, Derek, where you can't help but laugh at the pathetic excuse of a football team this is right now and their performance. I mean, my gosh, bro, they've scored three points in four quarters, you know, in, in terms of first half. So it, it's embarrassing, man. This team comes out lethargic, and I blame that strictly on especially the head coach. They, This coaching staff, I'm going to just say it, they might be one of the worst coaching staffs in the NFL. They are not getting their team prepared. They are not getting their team ready to go. I mean, my gosh, man. Maybe they should have practiced Friday. Maybe yeah. they should have practiced Friday. I know. It's it's embarrassing, man. You know, it's like say what you want about Ibraflus. Say what you want about Nick Sirianni. Their teams have actually, like, won a game. Like, they're actually, like, coming out and playing. It's just embarrassing. Like, it's flat out just ridiculous at this point. And these were the two you think, oh, these are teams that you can beat, that you should be on paper better than. And you go out and you get absolutely smacked, you know? And it's just embarrassing. I'm just embarrassed, honestly, with this team right now. And the sad thing is we still have 15 games of this crap. and We got 15 games left, bro. And this team is the worst team in football. Like, like oh, how does that happen? How does it go? You had the easiest start to the schedule of any team in football. And now you come out of it being the worst record in football. Like, how does that happen? Well, I'll tell you how it happens. Frank Reich and company don't get their players prepared. Uh, the scheme is horrendous. No pressure at all. And Ballard for not getting this team prepared in the right ways, apparently. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's just so funny now that he was just laughing about people who were saying, oh, you need to address wide receiver. You know, it's coming back to bite him in the butt and then, not, you know, letting two really good guards go and Glowinski and Chris Reed not re-signing one of those guys. Not one of them. Danny and Jackson neither one of them went and disappeared and 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 took a crap ton of money. No, and then you just your failure to address left tackle. You didn't do anything there, hardly, you know. And Matt Pryor looks god awful. And then yeah. you know, and then you talk about Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore, dude, you're you're holding out. You're throwing a fit about not getting paid, and then you go and have these. It's been terrible. Kenny His Moore's last been, four games, he has looked like one of the worst corners in football. It's just this whole team. The high profile players that should be performing at a high level are not. They're not so like. The, the question, we've seen them all perform at high levels. So for me, Derek, this is less of a player's thing. I mean, it is a player's thing. You got to blame the players, of course. Absolutely. But the head, co the coaches are not getting them prepared. They are not holding these guys accountable. The accountability from the top down is not there. And it's sad because the Colts have invested so much this offseason in getting accountability, so they said, on paper. Not happening at all. And so I don't know, man. I don't know if Frank Reich's gone. He should be at this point, but I don't know if Ursa is the kind of guy, kind of owner that will fire him, you know, now. But a change needs to be made. I, I, it's not a question for me anymore. It's just more of a win at this point. Because look, I mean, it, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So unless we make the playoffs and get deep into the playoffs, you cannot convince me 
that Frank Reich deserves to be the head coach of this team. And you almost can say to this point that the Ballard era is turning into an unsuccessful one too. Because you keep talking about all these draft players that you get, but you never fill the positions necessary to improve your team in free agency. We talked about it this offseason. They got a couple of guys that are thinking that we could potentially see more of, but... Offensive line, you did it. Wide receiver, you did it. At we saw you do something at corner. And also, by the way, has Isaiah Rogers played a snap yet <laughs> on defense? I don't know, man. It's has he played a snap yet? It's I don't know if I've seen him. Like, I, I mean, where where's Isaiah Rogers in all this? So let, let's let's just hold on a second. Let's just hold on a second. So first things first, Matt, back to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, you sucked today. Absolutely sucked. You failed to throw it to two of your receivers until late in the game. Paris Campbell and Mike Strawn. You know how many targets they got? Guess how many targets those two had in the game, Cody? Four. Four targets. Mike Strawn got targeted the first time in his game in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. Paris Campbell got targeted one time. You know what happened? interception because he couldn't even throw it to Paris Campbell like what kind of bullcrap is that you look he looked so timid he looked like he couldn't step up and throw a ball to save his freaking life Ashton Doolin I applaud Ashton Doolin here five catches for 79 yards in this game he certainly did his best to try to get things going but my god Matt Ryan, you looked terrible. Your throws were terrible. Your lack of a pocket awareness was terrible. You couldn't get away from the pressure. You held the ball for too long. And, like, he made no easy throws. Like, Trevor Lawrence threw the same number of passes as you. He had nine more completions for 40 more yards, two more touchdowns, three less interceptions, and 80 better QBR than you did. He made you look like a, a rookie. He made he look like the 15-year veteran, and you look like the rookie. Why? Why was it so bad? Why was it so hard to just throw it to guys? Like, and that's another thing going off of Frank Reich. Why was the offense so complex that Trevor Lawrence could throw every pass within 10 yards, and it always worked every single time, but yet we couldn't do that? Why? Dude, I tell you what, Frank Reich is the dumbest smart guy I've ever seen as a coach. Like, it's ridiculous. And for a guy that's labeled as an offensive guru, you would think that, like, I get it. Like, okay, there were some guys out. Like, Pierce was out. Pittman was out. But that's no excuse, man. That's absolutely no excuse for putting zero on the board, you know? Zero. It's just, yeah, it's like, you know, even what Frank Reich's, you know, kind of claim to fame is, he can't even do that right. You know, so it's just like, it's utterly ridiculous. You know, this team, once again, has failed to prove anything. I don't trust this team at all. I don't trust this coaching staff. I don't trust this organization uh, to do anything competent right now, you know, because you talk, 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 and talk is cheap. And I've said that before. And this team just continues to talk and don't back it up. And at the end of the day, this is a business. And this is the last – I'm sorry, but, like, this cannot continue. You can't continue to have the what-ifs, make all the excuses. You just got to go out there and do it at the end of the day. This team has consistently failed to do that 
when it matters. So I'm out on this team, man. Uh, obviously, you still have a long way, you know, so it's not like you still have 15 games, Derek. There's a lot you can fix. But at this point, can you fix some of these things, some of these issues that you've continued and consistently shown? And I think that's where you point the finger at Ballard, where you're like, why were you so negligent? Why were you so pompous this offseason to just completely ignore Positions that were clearly in need. Every single person saw that that was a position that you needed to address, but you were too confident in your guys who have proved nothing and continue to prove nothing to warrant that confidence. So it's a, it's an all-out team failure today, Derek, on all fronts, from the head coach to the GM to the players. Everybody needs to be held accountable. And honestly, Derek, I think it's almost time to blow this thing up because I'm sick and tired of saying this, coming on this podcast every single year and saying the same thing and seeing the same stupid results from this stupid organization. And, I mean, look at it. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, nine rushes today for 54 yards. 40 of those yards coming on one drive where he said at the end of the fourth quarter when the game was already out of reach, just said, screw it. I'm going to just run over every single person that gets in my way. And he did that. It was the two times he was actually able to get through the line and actually do anything. I felt so bad for Jonathan Taylor, bro. Like, I mean, he had nowhere to run in this game. Why is it? I mean, we ignore the passing opportunity. We can't even run the ball on this team. The thing that the Colts always say they pride themselves on running the damn ball. We can't even run the ball on this team ever, ever, never. They're like even in Indianapolis, when it's not in Jacksonville, Jonathan Taylor still can't get consistent running in against Jacksonville all the time. This offensive line you're paying so much money for some guys who can't block against Jacksonville. How? How does it continue to keep happening like this? I don't understand why whenever the Colts go to Jacksonville, they just forget how to play football. I do not understand it. It's one of the most puzzling things I've ever seen. Uh, you know, and Frank Reich just gets like moronic. Honestly, when it comes to, to when it really, it seems like the last two weeks, his play calls have just been really dumb, man. Really stupid play calls. And just, yeah, you're right. Like, that was exactly what happened last year in Jack. It's like literally the same exact thing that happened last year in Jacksonville happened this year. You abandoned the run. You didn't get Taylor any looks. You couldn't run the ball, couldn't protect, couldn't pass the ball, couldn't stop the offense. You couldn't do anything right. I don't understand. And honestly, I think it's just a mindset with this team that, Something needs to change. The culture here, no pun intended, is horrendous. Horrendous culture. Terrible. Terrible. And you say, you look at the Chuck Pagano era and you say, oh, that was a bad culture. This is a completely different reason why this is a bad culture. This team doesn't know how to win. This team does not know how to be consistent. This team doesn't know how to respond when they need to respond. And the best teams in the NFL, we saw it for years with the Manning teams, right? They knew when to respond and how to respond. They were, you know, it's kind of like I look at like the Manning teams knew what to do. And, and obviously they had one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but like they knew they had been there. And this team just hasn't. And it's clear they have it. And it's clear these players aren't even close to that level. So I don't know what to say, man, you know, just with how much you've, you know, failed to address. and how, but, but still, there was some optimism. OK, this team could potentially be good. And just to come out in just like two terrible games in a row, like it's just it's to the point where it's beyond ridiculous and some changes need to be made very quickly here. 
uh, whether that is the head coach. Honestly, I don't know what other thing you can do right now, Derek, to send a message in to just cut ties with some guys because, like, this is just ridiculous. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about this. Like, it, it's this team was built up and was being told that under this new leadership that we were going to be great. And this team has come out so flat in the first two weeks against two of the worst teams in football. I mean, it's, it's the a new year, same shit. It's always the same. It's the same every year, bro. Like, I mean, it, there, there cannot be any more excuses. There needs to be something done. It needs to be. I don't know what it is. Gus Bradley's defense is shit, bro. It's terrible. I mean, I don't know if it's just because Leonard is that great that having him not out there just makes us terrible. But, like, our defense is terrible. Terrible. Like, we can't do anything. Like, every throw, Trevor Lawrence was making every throw. Every throw, dude. That's three times in a row going into Jacksonville that we make our their quarterback look like gods. Like they don't, we offer no stop. We didn't even sack him. We didn't sack him once. Uh, this is bad, man. This is, this is, I bad. can't, I don't even know. Like, I can't even like, I, I, I'm tired of yelling. I'm tired of yelling. Yeah. I'm tired of yelling about this team. I'm tired of giving excuses. This team is garbage. And right now, if they play this way the whole year, we're getting the number one pick and we're getting CJ Stroud. Like, that's where we're at at this point. That That's the only solace I have right now is like, God, we might finally actually address the quarterback and stop band-aiding it, you know? Like, that. That that's what gets me, I guess, you know, if there is a silver lining, which there really isn't, this would be, that would be it. But yeah, it's bad, man. And Kansas City coming to town, man, it's going to be, it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, of course, knowing the Colts will probably make it a good game. and They'll probably win just because they, they just love to do that. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm out on this regime. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of making excuses. I'm sick of failing to address, never learning, having hard heads, being way too overconfident for never doing anything of note, Derek. This team yeah. has... Nothing of note since Reich and Ballard have taken over. They've won one playoff game. They've had zero division titles. They've never won a game in Jacksonville. They've never won a season opener. This, this regime, dare I say it, they're pretty bad, Derek. They're pretty bad. It's bad, dude. It's bad. And, you know, I, I said it before. Look, I mean, it's impossible to it's impossible to address your team in every need. Obviously, every team has weaknesses. Every team does. Even the Buffalo Bills, they have some weaknesses on their team. But obviously, the Colts have a lot more weaknesses than they have strengths right now. And, I mean, it goes everywhere. I mean, they obviously don't have great receivers at this point. Your best receiver was hurt, and then obviously, nobody else can step up to the plate. And... Offensive line, you spend too much money on it. It's not it's not producing what you want it. Obviously, the quarterback that you brought in that you're saying was supposed to be this great ambiance and supposed to take this team to where it's going, it's not off to a good start. This defense, your defensive line has produced has produced 
two sacks in two games against two of the worst offensive lines in football. You're, Defensive coordinator has no way of stopping opposing teams' offensive passes. Uh, you you can't run the ball consistently. I mean, at least you did against the Texans. You can't do it against Jacksonville still. And your team is still winless after week two. It has been the same case ever since Frank Reich has been a head coach here. It's been the same case since Ballard has took over that wide receivers is not a priority, and it's obviously not helping. You haven't found a successful quarterback since uh, right that luck left, and you haven't found any sort of situation. And I understand there are two games left. There, there's two games in this. But it's like, man, this just sucks. This sucks so bad. We were expecting this team to be 2-0 and going into this. Or at least be one and one, but they're they're all one and one, bro. Like this is so terrible. It makes me not want to root for this team. It makes me not want to even cover this team for the rest of the year if this is the way that it's gonna look. Cause you gotta face you gotta face the Chiefs next week. The Chiefs who have been, who have looked unstoppable. They look unstoppable. The Titans who are going to come out and the, the, the Titans who are probably going to be itching for a win because they lost to the Giants. They got embarrassed. They're probably going to get embarrassed Monday night against the Bills. They're going to be embarrassed wanting to come in looking for a win. And then you got to face Denver who didn't look great, but they still have a great quarterback. Like, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know about this team. I don't either. Uh, so we've got a long way to go, but yeah, this just continues to affirm to me. This is not working. This regime is not working. And I just don't know what else to say. Like, I, I just feel like I've talked and talked and talked about the same crap for the years over years. And I'm just done talking about it. Cause I'm just done giving excuses to this team. I, I'm out. I'm out on this entire coaching staff. I'm out on this regime. Um, and hopefully some changes happen, man, because Jim Mercer cannot be happy right now. If we're not happy, can you imagine what Jim Mercer is feeling right now after he's basically like put all his trust in this GM just to see this crap happen? Ugh, it's terrible. Just terrible. Yeah, I, I just I don't even know at this point, guys. I mean, we could go on and on for another two hours about how terrible this team is right now, but it's just not going to get us anywhere at the end of the day. Matt Ryan, there's a lot of work to be done for Matt Ryan. I mean, he clearly did not look like a good quarterback today. Jonathan Taylor couldn't get anything going. The team failed to run block. The team failed to pass block. Receivers didn't step up except Ashton Doolin. Um, and then, obviously, play calling was god-awful. Matt Ryan didn't do a good job of feeding any of his weapons. The time of possession was absolutely terrible in this game uh defensive wise Gus Bradley's scheme is not working right now uh this team cannot play zone defense the way it's scheduled right now and they are not getting after the quarterback they're not stopping the run efficiently they're not getting turnovers so what do you mean I mean yeah I mean I think we just end it with move on and see what see if there's any changes that are made. 
I guess so. Yeah. I don't really know what else to say at this point. So I guess we just see what happens. Uh, so not really happy about it. Obviously, That's it. Colts nation. I mean, I would have liked to have screamed for another half hour, but I don't know if my sanity can handle it. So, um, That'll do it for this one, guys. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Obviously, we all know how your thoughts are going to be, but let us know your thoughts. This is That's the end of one of the most embarrassing losses in Colts franchise history. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm not even going to say go Colts at the end of this because it's just it's terrible. And as always, blow it up. <laughs> yeah, please blow this video up. <laughs> Have a good up. rest of your day, guys. Yeah. Blow up this team, blow up this uh, video. It'd be great. Yep. See you guys. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.